0: listening to Pequan Sports
1: Welcome to the Bungalow Hockey Show. Daniel is on location in 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 Hawaii.
0: Beautiful Hawaii.
1: He just got married yesterday. He's spending he's spending his honeymoon recording a hockey show. What a psycho. I mean
0: just a little, (laughs) right?
1: Well the whole I think the whole experience is like a honeymoon, right? You've been there for a few days before, you're there for a few days after.
0: I mean we were we were here since Wednesday and you know, this is coming out on Tuesday, but we're recording on Monday. right behind the curtain in there yeah yeah but uh but yeah i mean i leave i leave on wednesday so i mean here for a solid week and then and then boom when we get home thanksgiving
1: <laughs> bam it's just a life is a dream life is a dream yes, all righty uh before we get down to business this show like all our shows brought to you by betalytics betalytics.com promo code peak one for 25% off uh all their stuff uh, I placed another football parlay and missed it by one game. We won't talk about that. I talked about it a lot on the sports show, so go listen to that if you want to one hear me. One game, dude. One again, game, five, one game. five leg parlay. Everybody hit, but the damn Steelers by a last second field goal. They lost to the Browns, but that's okay. That's over with. I don't want to talk about it anymore. So you should go to <laughs> betalytics.com. Use promo code one for twenty five percent off. Peak One Sports Network, merch store, bonfire.com, slash store, slash Peak One Sports. You know the drill. Go there. Get all the cool stuff. Get the pair of fists with skates, uh, bungalow hockey show shirt. Shank It Golf. Go to shankitgolf.com. Do- shank Use promo code PEAK1 for 50% off. And look cool. Look cool. Just look cool when you're on the links. Cool. And uh And, I mean, the, the stuff they got, it looks cool all the time. But when you're out on the links, when you're out on the greens you look cool slash – or no shankitgolf.com. i'm just excited that uh yeah. that you're talking to me from, from this is like on location this is a special thing Shankitgolf.com. <laughs> promo code p1 15% off epic hockey if you want to be like daniel and do a podcast from your balcony in hawaii go to epic hockey and you're on your way epichockey.com get all okay. your get all your hockey gear you guys know epic
0: hockey is amazing it's I- epic uh need i say more
1: yeah we're going we're running through these because i'm trying not to keep daniel on he's he's a this is a special time in his life and uh he's doing a goddamn podcast so it just feels weird to me <laughs> it's
0: Hockey. all right man he, he's lady downstairs <laughs> she's with the she's with the kids they're at the beach it's all good
1: awesome all right dude um well let's get into we got some uh extracurricular nhl news um sure do first Mil- time in a minute actually yeah milan lucic made his triumphant return to boston this year and has also sure made his debut in a boston jail sale so um
0: is it his debut I'm i, not, I, I, yeah. I mean, like, maybe i, I guess i really don't know it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if it wasn't
1: i guess <laughs> the most highly publicized uh visit to a jail cell um he, no, me- i don't know
0: I don't know too much about this situation, but what I've heard was domestic abuse.
1: Right, is a, d- a domestic dispute. Dispute um, okay. is what it's being called. Uh, not a lot of, you know, we won't speculate on what happened. Um, uh, it's just when you see things like these, when especially with pro sports and and athletes in contact sports, you're like, is CTE starting to creep its way into Milan's uh, Milan's head? Uh, you know. It's- Quite Little
0: possible. I mean, if you want to talk about a guy in the in the show that's been roughed up a bit and done right. some roughing up of his own. Look right at right at Lucic and uh, probably uh, probably Revo and a lot of guys just, like that. You know,
1: yeah. Any time you get a guy who's a hard nosed player, whether it's you know football, hockey, any you know fighting sports, any of that stuff, and then they go start getting to the end of their career, and uh, it just seems like some in some cases domestic disputes start to pop up uh and yeah. uh, not that it's a funny thing but uh what do you no it's not at all um what uh i mean i know he's not like a main focal point of this team um i made a mistake of when texting daniel the topics this morning to say brad Marshawn and i'm like well fuck if that was if it was Marshawn, that team would be in big trouble but my uh, lucic i mean locker room guy i guess that's why you'd bring him back right he's a staple in yeah. boston he's he's uh he's a fan favorite fan over favorite. there
0: Yeah, um Been but that way
1: for a while. uh he you know it's not like he was getting a ton of minutes over there so i think game time wise I, i'm not sure it makes a huge impact um but just i'd imagine morale wise it probably isn't good for boston um
0: uh yeah but i mean we all thought that about uh Last season, when they when they went out and signed that uh, um, that kid that got drafted by the Coyotes and then came out that he was uh, he was uh, abusing a disabled classmate of his. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Mitch Miller, I believe it was. Yeah. And it's like we all thought, oh man, this is the downturn of the of the Bruins. Like they're 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 fucking with the locker room chemistry, and that's gonna be bad. I mean. That seems even, yeah I don't think this is that. So,
1: especially with you know, we, Cheech being gone for a little bit and then now like obviously he's back and yeah I, he he isn't being the team that they were last year. It's not like he's a, a staple there. You know what I mean? He's not a he, he's not a, I mean
0: even the team that they are this year, they're still off to a real real good start 20 games in.
1: 100%. So, I mean, I don't I don't see it making a huge impact. It sucks. Sucks for him, sucks for whoever the uh partner in the dispute was and it's a sad situation yeah. i hope everything uh works out for everybody over there but um yeah just yeah, it sucks you got you know we're a sports podcast we got to talk about it um uh but it it's just you know it is what it is um what was i going to say i did i did see a little article in in sports media being what it is some i sometimes i feel like people just make shit up and say that sources say um uh, but I did see a little tip snippet of something saying that his contract, I guess, could be voided in a situation oh. like this. So, um, which I guess makes sense. Of I mean, course they to be able to play for the team, you know, and, obviously there's
0: some reason for that. And there's
1: got to be like conduct clauses in most contracts yeah. and things like that. So, um basically a don't be an asshole clause right. in every contract.
0: You know, I'm sure most professional sports have that don't be an asshole clause.
1: Yeah, bold sandwich knows. Not one of my favorite guys out on the ice, but I don't wish this upon anyone, so I hope everybody no. everybody gets good. Okay, moving on to more positive things. Posi- a positive situation sh- situation for a player on a team in a very negative situation. Didn't um, see a lot of stuff in, you know, raising a lot of speculation about old Willie Nylander's uh, upcoming contract, especially since the Leafs did not, you know, extend him... Over the off season, which I believe they, you know, they they had the option to, they opted out of that. Um, But he is off. They
0: did have the option, but did they have the ability? And that I mean that's my. This is this is a team that's just locked up, right? So tight to the cap, it's like. And and that and that they, doesn't. When they start talking to him, like right. what what are you gonna offer him? It's like same money, well, you know, make same money. It's like no, he needs a raise now.
1: And that's what. And he needed a raise in the off season, and that is the mm-hmm. more speculation is now with his level of play being upped even. From, I mean, he was a great player already, but now this season he's just on fire. And if he continues yep. this for, you know, a majority of this season, that cap trouble or cap tightness, if you will, that they are in doesn't. We talked about this during the um, previews of, of all the teams is like that doesn't end after this year. <laughs> that tightness no. go- follows them into next year, which will make him I a mean, free agent. He- it gets
0: it gets a little better if they don't re-sign Nealander, but then also if they don't re-sign Nylander, who do you replace Nylander with?
1: Exactly, and, that's, and
0: it's they're kind of they're kind of at a catch twenty two right now because next season, after next season, they get they get Tavares off the books. Right. Uh, Matthews is locked up long term now. They've got uh, Marner locked up long term. Right. They've even got uh, uh, Morgan Riley locked up. Which you know, like I've I've heard a lot of Toronto podcasts say, you know, it's like you you continue calling them the the big four, the the core four. You know, you could easily throw Riley in there because he makes you know almost as much as those guys, and he's been there for longer than all of them. Right. It's like it probably should be the core five, but uh, but I mean, man, it's, it's... just looking at the at this team, it's like if you're not getting every other player at league men or around there, you don't have a team.
1: And you, and you definitely don't have the, the space to keep Nylander. And like at his, obviously Austin Matthews is Austin Matthews, but as far you know, him, yeah. him aside, William Nylander is, is this whole team's offense right now. You know what right I mean? Now, yeah. And, and, and not that it can't change throughout the season, but it's just like,
0: well, you look at, you look at guys on the roster, right? You look at, you look at Matthews, you look at Marner they're going to turn it around. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just a question of when, really, but uh I mean Tavares has been playing well, but I think mean, Tavares is on the line. Well, and in a so- year
1: with obviously the other issues that that team's having, but where you spent Probably too much money on a Bertuzzi, on a Domi, on a Reeves, and maybe that could yeah, have too much money on That could have added towards some. You could have put towards re-signing signing old Willie. But I, I've I've been following this dude on TikTok that's been making these like weekly videos of like uh update in the uh, William Nylander re-signing, and he just puts on glasses to be the GM. And then like a, a suit jacket to be the coach, and them talking to each other, and then he'll just bust in the door with like a flat bill hat on, and be like, "What you talking about, guys? You talking about my contract? It's gonna be a big one. It's gonna be a big. It's gonna be a big number. Like it's just funny. Like and, 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 and like before he busts in the door, it's just them just like, "What the hell are we gonna do? What the hell are we gonna do?" And it's just like, "I don't know. Eight by eight. Eight by nine and a half. And like, mm, gonna be big." gonna be big and then he'll you know and then it, then he has six more points during the week and then he, the dude makes a new video of like it just keeps going up doesn't it guys
0: it just keeps going up. <laughs> but, it's, but it's like you kind of can't blame him either right like no no he's, been, he's like you know he knows the team's in Cap hell but that's not his problem no, not yeah, at I mean. all. And
1: where he's at in his career, his age and everything else, another team will will gladly give him the biggest number on their whole roster um even to play half as good as he's playing right now, <laughs> you know? So yeah. it's like uh I I I don't know. I just it's just been all, all coming across my feed a lot lately is just talking about uh just the kind of turmoil that team's in right now that we've talked about plus just him and the amount of money and it does seem like every week He's worth a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And, and uh you know, it, it seems like he will probably won't be there next year. I don't know.
0: Now, uh, I, I don't want – I don't know if um, – I don't have this on the best of authority, but I have heard some rumors. I have Sources say. Sources say. Uh, sources say that um, Willie Nylander is uh, quietly being shopped right uh-huh.
1: now. Okay, well I so, guess I guess that's an option to get something out of it is that if you know you're not gonna I'm, be able to re sign him, let's I'm get hearing something out. They
0: don't know if they can afford him at the offseason. They're gonna try. Right. But if they if by uh if by February they don't think they can resign him, they're looking to move him before the deadline. And a team that has come up is uh,
1: is, uh that one right Son
0: there. Son of uh a...
1: Oh, my God. And and like I'm saying, like I said last week, if those duckies can keep this sustainable team game going, and then you drop in a guy like that, you get Zegers back, you get some guys that are injured back, and then you drop in a guy like Nylander at the end of the season, holy mother of God. All right. Um, and
0: from what I've heard, uh, Toronto is looking for prospects. They're looking for, for talent and players currently um they really have no use for draft picks so they so they want they want uh people players back in return um john gibson has been floated floated out there which of course you know he's always been floated out there for the last five years he's been but
1: with the um, with, with uh the success of dostal too that's even more yeah. of a reality i think you know what i mean is that yeah, Gibson's better and a veteran and all that stuff. But in a situation where you could get a guy like Neilander, Dostal could work out just fine. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And that- uh, you know, other other players out there have been uh, for at least consideration for this have been, you know, Gibson. They've got uh, Frank Petrano with the hot start he's had. Uh, they'd like to they'd like to kick tires on him, um, but so far from what I've what I've been told. Um, neither side is really willing to accept a package that would send Nylander to Anaheim, and uh, and they're they're kind of
1: it's early though in
0: that part where they just don't know if this is actually viable. But there have been talks.
1: It's just one of those things where it's it's like you know because it is so early in the season. Once you get past Christmas, and you see if the Ducks are gearing up to be a playoff contender and you see yeah. the Leafs obviously going to probably going to make the playoffs because even without Nylander, like yeah. you said, you got, you got, you've got a core set of guys there that are going to get you to the playoffs. Um, it, it really depends on where both teams sit. It depends on, like you said, if Gibson is one of the names being can float around, how wool is doing, like how the goaltending in Toronto is and like what pieces are going to help each, each, team in the playoffs this season kind of almost yeah. dictates that completely i think i don't know um but anyways interesting stuff there uh, a lot of interesting stuff going on in toronto um all right i'm moving this up a little bit in the show sharks and ducks Oh shucks since we already aw were just shucks. talking about the ducks Wh- uh, you know what's happened since last week when we talked about them i mean they've they've strung together some more wins um, the
0: the ducks have the ducks have been uh, they've been playing relatively good hockey. Um, Zegras is still out with a uh, with a lower body injury. Um, still waiting on Drysdale to come back. Uh, both guys are not going to be rushed. Um, uh, coaching staff management has all said about the same thing that the 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 ducks are. Um, are willing to be patient with uh with both of those players and um get them as much time as needed to recover and recover correctly so that when they get back out there it's uh it, they they don't miss a step they don't lose a beat um as far as is concerned um this is a little scary for him this is you know he didn't he played six games last year um he's only gotten in in around two, three this year, it just has not had longevity. Unfortunately, um, you just hope that it's not something super serious where it's going to affect his career.
1: Right, right. But
0: as far as as far as him helping the Ducks currently, it,
1: it doesn't seem you know, like it's going to happen.
0: The, you just you look back on the on the lineup, you know, night after night, and you see Jackson Combs sitting there, you know, in the in the sixth spot, and you're just like, ugh. What what you wouldn't give to have Drysdale back there right now? This and, is true. Um,
1: this is true. But I think have, uh, I think I think that trades and adding stuff for the Ducks with you know, yeah. like I said, they're they're not they don't need to win them all. But if they keep winning a majority no. of their games and keep putting themselves they're in.
0: surprising a, right now. And right? It, so it, you'd it, like them to keep this trajectory going. Maybe they don't beat Boston every time they play them. Maybe they right. don't beat Vegas every time they play them. But you know, you'd like to have them a little bit more of the of the consistency. They just dropped a game to uh, to St. Louis last night, three one. They dropped a game to Colorado. I think it was eight two. That was right. awful. Right. Um, but I think a lot of that, uh, maybe, and maybe it's just me reading into the team a little bit. But that's kind of what I'm what I'm here to do. Right. Um, it, Zegers being out of the lineup really really hurts this team and. It's not, and he hasn't even had much of a an impact, so to speak, on on points or you know getting on the scoreboard himself. I, I still don't think he has a goal this year or something. Right. He either has no goal or one goal. Um, but you know, I think Trevor Z just being there gets the team a lot more loose and it makes yeah. them more well, comfortable and able to play. And you right. look at those games that they they upset some of those big teams z was in the lineup for those games
1: right well that's the so. successful teams always have not that like one guy runs the whole she th- is is a is gonna t- And it's not Connor mcdavid but it's like having right. that one guy like you said it's almost like a. an offensive safety blanket where it's like if ever even if everybody's not firing it's like if this guy's out there for his shifts you know what i mean like we're gonna get some offensive pressure you know what i mean like it's gonna that one guy can kind of change around the dynamic of a game or a period or whatever with like one shift or two shifts and that's he's the ducks guy for that i mean vetrano's filling the void obviously with his his points that he's putting up but, yeah,
0: Betrano's great, but I mean, but when he's, you look at personality wise, Vitorano right, versus Ziggurus. Right, right. And that's the, it's the, nine day, it's the intangibles,
1: right? It's the, it's the, it's the attitude. It's the, it's everything else. It's the, how the team feels about the person, how the interaction between players go. And Ziggurus is that skill wise, but he's also that as like the locker room guy kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so i agree with you there but uh you're still doing better than the sharks and uh but hey the sharks won a game hey, you got
0: your third win though hey huh?
1: they they beat the blues ass and you guys just lost to them bro so yeah. if if you want to do like math dude that means the sharks are better than the ducks dude like we beat them well, i mean
0: you guys also you guys also <laughs> beat the flyers and we uh we got stomped by the flyers so i mean there's that uh,
1: but yeah they did win they beat the blues five to one it was a it was it was a you know it was a good win against a solid goaltender. Uh, I won't. I, I I will refrain from referring to Capo Kakanen as Swiss cheese since he he won it. That was his <laughs> first win, and they only scored one on him, so he hey, got one. So he he doesn't get that moniker anymore. Um, the one thing I'll say about the Sharks, they do play the Canucks tonight, so that's not good. But um, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> it won't be that interesting. It'll. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the one thing I will say, in comparison to the first, you know, 13 games of the season or whatever their their losing streak was, is that was complete. There was no hockey being played. It was panic. It was complete chase. It was complete like nothing cohesive, teammate wise, anything wise, right? And I don't know if it was, you know, uh, Mike Greer had a sit down with the team private. Team meeting. I, I think that you know, um, Kalen Addison obviously giving them something on the back end that they didn't have for those 13 games. You know what I mean? Told you I um, liked that guy. No, you did. You, you were the first one to text me and say that is a good what? move right there, and uh, it has been. But even though obviously the Sharks suck, all right? I, I they if they were meant to suck. They're gonna suck. They they can win a game here and there. They're gonna suck. I want them to finish last so they get the most balls in the <laughs> hopper when we go to choose who gets the first pick. Okay, like I'm. Oh, the, if
0: you're anything like the ducks, we prove that doesn't matter.
1: So yeah, you're right. Um, but I'm just you know I, I, want, I want as big a chances as we can get to get that first pick. But that being said, when you're watching a team that is supposed to be bad, that is being bad, and they're in the middle of a rebuild. The only thing you can hope for game to game is like seeing shifts where you're like, okay, that's something to build on right there. You know what I mean? Or like these guys playing together, that's something that we can build on. Like Kaylin Addison to the power play or the power play, like that's something to build on right there. You know what I'm saying? Like the only thing we had to grasp onto for the first 15 games was Mackenzie Blackwood's really good, but that doesn't matter when everybody else sucks. You know? Now (laughs) when you watch them play. Like, at least you're seeing something like that. These are buildable pieces. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they they and I don't know if it was a straight chemistry thing. I don't know if it was like getting a stern talking to from Mike Greer. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's a combination of everything. But That'd it's like help. at least now they can be bad, but you can at least see, like, okay, this guy, this guy, this line, these couple of guys, these guys play. Like, you could see, okay, if we add pieces here and there and and maybe get a good pick, maybe make a high-end trade in the offseason. Like, there's something to build on, you know? Like, the first 15 yeah. games, you get a whole season of that, and there's like, oh, God, like, just delete the roster and let's just start from scratch. But now at least like you can see a couple a few guys where you're like okay these are our guys you know what i mean that should stay on the team like hopefully by the trade deadline we can get get something whether it's picks or something decent for hurdle we can get maybe get something decent for couture not that i'm saying ship these guys out they suck has nothing to do with that i want those guys to be successful so we can get something for them because yeah. They deserve to go to a place that's a contender right now because they're both long into their career and they're skilled enough guys to where they can go help out a contender and then they can have a chance to win a cup. They're not going to have a chance to do that in San Jose for a few more years. And then by then they're not there you know how sports are like it's not a it's usually oh. not a gradual fade out it's a drop off you know what i mean so it's like there's very few players that 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 just are good and just different levels of good until they decide to call it quits most players get to a certain season and then bam they're just kind of it's just done so and i don't want i don't want hit,
0: that once you hit that 30 year old threshold man it uh, right
1: and and contours- start to
0: tank and, you know right hand and eye coordination goes down it's it's a whole thing
1: 100% and and hurdle right now is is got almost like all the assists on the team so like he's still got he's a great face he's a, you know he's our top face off guy he's a great he's top probably top 10 in the league in face offs right now even with his battle the sharks are he's got a lot of he's got capital he's got stuff when it comes to like trade deadline type talk you know what i mean and it's like right. his skill set he still he deserves to go to a contender and and try for the you know the back end of his career to get to get his hands on that cup and the same thing being said for couture not that i want the captain to get shipped off but like he's injured right now he's got a long-term injury and and those things just continue to get worse as you get older so it's like once I don't want him to, to just rush Couture back just because the Sharks are bad. You know what I mean? It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, let him get fully healed. Let him come back after Christmas, show that he's still got some shine on him, and then let him, you know, go somewhere right. that, you know, he can go and he can be useful to somebody else. You know what I mean? Not just go out and contribute five to ten shots a game for a team that's going to get their asses kicked and we want to finish last anyways, you know? So,
0: and if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think Kutcher and Hoodle, uh, Hurdle both have uh, full no moves. So you'd have to you'd have to figure out where it is that they want to go. Right,
1: and and that's and, and that, uh, that being said, but I mean that, yeah.
0: But that works even better for everybody because it's like they get what they want. You know, Mike Greer can go and talk to exactly those teams. He doesn't have to go and shop them very much. Right. He's just like look. They want to go here, do you want them or don't you? And that's why always,
1: that's why I keep saying a content they could help out a contender is because they wouldn't yeah. go they wouldn't want to go anywhere. That's not a contender. If they're just going to go somewhere and lose, they'll just stay with their team, you know what I mean? And then yeah. also the contenders are going to be the people that are in the market for a player like those guys because those at the age that they're at, they're not necessarily players you're going to build around. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like going to a new they're position. Rentals.
0: They're going to be rentals 100%. And then they're going to hit free agency next year, and they're going to they're going to find somewhere else that either has a spot in the lineup for them, or somewhere where they just want to finish out their career, or somewhere right. where they want to be good. Right.
1: So that all being and, you know, said, never, yeah. that
0: them coming back to San Jose after the season, after their contracts are over, is never out of the realm of possibility. No. You don't see it happen much, but it's but it's never out of the realm. It no, can
1: happen. and 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 again, that all depends on how the sh- you know how the Sharks look, obviously, like I said, I want them to finish last, but like right. how they look in finishing last, what pick the Sharks get, all that stuff would would, de- would determine whether you even bring a guy like that back or just let them go free agency and go somewhere else. So,
0: Well, I mean, if you can put it into terms like the Ducks, you know, the Ducks finished dead last last year. And John Gibson was very adamant, you know, before the draft saying – I really don't want to be here anymore. This is not. This is not going the way that I really want it to be going for me. Right. And then with the off season the Ducks had, they went and got Carlson in the draft. The off season they have, they got Gudis. They got you know a bunch of guys that right. come in and they move the needle for him. Gibson took a look at the roster again before the season started and was like, you know what, I'll let it play out. I'll let it play out. I'll see what we got. And then,
1: hundred You
0: know what? Good on him because because look, he's playing great now. The team's playing pretty good around him, and they've. You know, I think that they they lost when they got rid of uh, Nick Delorier those years ago was they lost a lot of snarl. Right. And they got that back with Gutis and they got that back with Johnston and they got, you know, they got some they got some good, strong, heavy players in there now. And then, you know, not to discredit anything that McTavish does. McTavish is a beast in front of the net, too. He may be a little smaller, but, you know, kids, kids got some fire. But has got some fire, you know. You, uh, an off season can do a lot for a player and their psyche oh 100 so.
1: yeah no and that's exactly where if, if if hurdle and couture don't get dealt in it, before the trade deadline i think that's kind of the same situation is like yeah. is okay now it's time for mike greer to make some moves to make those guys want to stay if you right. you know if you do want them around one or the other but either way uh, sharks and ducks Oh, shucks um Oh, shit. Now, keeping it on the West Coast, I only – and I know I know Arizona is not technically West Coast, but they're close enough. All right? It's hot. Yeah. It's hot there. I
0: mean, they were in the Pacific not too long ago. Sure,
1: but I just want to say between the Ducks and the Kings and the Coyotes and the Canucks, like, we're seeing some successful West Coast hockey that we haven't seen from anybody other than pretty much Edmonton in a while. Yeah. Um. And. Edmonton floundering. Right. But just, it's, it's, uh, it's nice to see because it seems like that the East Coast has been really dominating this league for, uh, for a few years now. And it's, it's, you know me, I love my parody. And God, would I love to see a playoffs that involved the Ducks and the Coyotes and the Canucks and the Kings? And the Kings. That would be, I mean, in a season where I know the Sharks aren't going to make it, uh, I would love to see, uh, that western conference playoff bracket filled with uh with teams that are close to the pacific ocean um it's just that one yeah that one right there you're a little you're too far you're too far dude it's it's on the other side you're on the it's like it's on the other side you're on the east coast that's the east coast where you're at though
0: but in hawaii
1: well, I just meant like if you want to do it like a whole directional thing, I guess you're right, smack dab in the oh, middle yeah. of the Pacific. But it's like if you're going yeah, like much. based on California and then the way we face the Pacific, I'm I'm getting very geographical here, though. Okay, I don't know what side of the island you're on. I have but to.
0: Technically, I'm in the Pacific. <laughs> you're like, in the I'm Pacific Haunting Ocean. Right you
1: are sitting directly on it, <laughs> representing Pacific Ocean hockey. And uh, anyways, I just I wanted a
0: shirt to – that I got. Uh, I got it. Uh, TNC Sports or TNC uh, Surfwear. And it said Hawaii hockey on it I was like oh that that has to come home <laughs>
1: Dude, that's legit <laughs> that's what, home with me. <laughs> wouldn't it be legit if Hawaii got a hockey team that would be pretty sweet that would be know. so cool i, I i'm i'm I always love when places get ho- i guess that's kind of why i'm partial to Arizona like a place that shouldn't have hockey
0: has yeah. hockey
1: you know what i mean all right expansion team there you go coyotes you move guys you move to hawaii how about that um yeah they'd be so happy hey i I got a i got a road trips would suck but they'd be so happy well it's like uh yeah with the pac 12 and college dissolving all these teams that are going to have to every game every away games on the east coast flying from california to the east coast and shit (laughs) is like just the worst okay i have a um i have a hockey purist um opinion question for you what is your opinion because i've seen a lot of people being loud about this On the Hurricanes Whalers jerseys, their whole Whalers setup. What is your opinion? As someone who doesn't have any skin in the game, not being, you know, a a Canes fan or a Whalers fan or whatever. Yeah, me neither. But but a hockey purist, what is your opinion on teams? It kind of happened in the NFL where the Tennessee Titans wore the Oilers Houston jerseys. Yeah, huh? you know, and it's like, uh, okay, that's kind of weird when there's a team back in Houston already and then Tennessee kind of stole that team. You know, there's like all these politics that go into it when you're a super fan of that team. But as an outside, what do you think about teams doing that? A team that, you know, I guess took that team team's uh, spot and then they're wearing their jerseys.
0: You know, you know I it's interesting i think um i understand why people in uh, in hartford and connecticut area and whatnot would be more than a little upset that carolina is you know like saying oh yeah let's pay tribute to this team and whatnot is like I, i could understand it but i think it has a lot to do with uh with how the team left right and if the team if the team kind of keeps good graces with the with the original city and whatnot, you know, like I mean, you never see the the Oakland A's paying tribute to Philadelphia, right? Right. Or you know, St. Louis well, where and, they came from before. Too, on the same like,
1: turn, you don't ever really see any uh, any Caboicois getting pissed off when the Avalanche wear Nordiques jerseys, do you? Oh no, or, you
0: see that all the time. You do. They, okay, they, I, I, I but, they, they it.
1: maybe that's just but, maybe it's just the 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 internet of the day the TikTok of the day that is making a bigger deal out of this whalers thing right now but
0: there was this comic strip i saw a long time ago where it was like uh the owner of the abs came out and uh they you know they won that cup um they're like you know hey uh quebecois you know quebec we're still you know like we're still uh is quebec and colorado's team you know like we're we're both we're both fans you know we're all fans of the same team and yeah, it's like the the Quebec fan base wearing their Nordic shirts and going like, "We want a super full custody."
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess I guess it really is. I guess it's just like I guess I I don't feel it because I'm not I I have the I'm we have expansion teams, so we don't really get involved yeah. in those kind of politics. You know what I'm saying? But um but it's like I you guess know, you, you do. think about
0: it, and it's like the 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 Whalers fans from back in the day. They don't you know they're not happy that they that the the. The Hurricanes are wearing those colors, wearing the, even the cooper Cooperalls and whatnot. They're bringing those back too, mm-hmm. and it was just like, I mean, Connecticut doesn't have a hockey team though,
1: right? You know what I mean? like right.
0: Like Hartford doesn't have a team back in like. It would be really weird if the Coyotes wore Jets jerseys. Yes, you know what I mean? Like yes. that'd, be, yes. that'd be
1: a little weird. Yes,
0: because there's already a Jets now that can win a bit, right? You know?
1: Yeah, and 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 I guess like bringing it back to like the Nordiques, it's like when the Colorado won that first cup, it's like there are still players. I mean, Joe Saki, there's still players on that team that were Nordiques, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. God damn it, we could have done it. <laughs> like, you know, like, and, and at least now there's so much time in between the Whalers and the Hurricanes that it's kind of null and void. It's like I said, it's just kind of a purist kind of an argument, I guess but um but i and mean it,
0: like i guess maybe it's it's a little bit to the effect of like last year the sharks wore um their retro reverse jerseys, jersey uh, with a mock of the seals jersey right but right. it said sharks right know? so it's like so it's like is that is that technically like you know paying uh Paying not the right kind of tribute to Oakland fans, or is that? I don't. But I see, mean, for, I, I guess that's, it technically wasn't the same fran, like right, fan. Base. Right. It wasn't the same franchise. It's not like the that, same franchise. Technically, that fan base went to Minnesota, then came to Dallas. So I mean, right. You know, is it? You you want to know? Like, is that? Is that wrong of the Sharks to say, like, look, it's the Seals, you know? it's like, but they have no affiliation or with it. Or they're
1: just a Bay Area hockey, yay, kind of a moment. Yeah, so
0: it's like, I mean... Yeah. I don't find a problem with that, but I'm not really a sharks fan, so I can't like. No, I, can't I, say I mean, for that.
1: obviously, I was too young to be a she- seals fan, and all, also, like you said, it not being. I think it all has to do with it being the same franchise, technically, right? Because yeah. even a lot of these fr- I mean, these franchises have different owners now. It's not like it's like the same set yeah. of people are still here from well, back. Typically, then.
0: when they move, they're also they're also changing owners, the owners. Right. The owners don't move from where they're comfortable, and, you know, and right.
1: being like a pragmatist i guess and and i'm I, I it'd be like getting mad that you know Elon Musk moved Tesla to Texas It's just like it's a business So it's like in the end It's selling to a new person that is trying to make More you know in the end the person that owns The team it's a it's a business venture For them they may love hockey they may love Whatever sport it is they own But in the end you're talking about trying to make a profit And as much profit as you possibly can And bringing hockey to a new Market a bigger market Or whatever else or whatever sports team You're doing it's like i get it i've never been a part of a franchise or you know a fan of a franchise that has moved like maybe i should ask my dad about the raiders i don't know but it's like uh well you're you're a raiders yeah, I mean, fan how did you feel like you know what i mean like it's I mean, same people they, same but, owners they just they just bounced you know
0: but see that's <laughs> the thing with the with the raiders is like they were the Oakland Raiders, then they were the LA Raiders, right. then they were the Raiders again, again, now they're the Vegas Raiders. It's hard to be it's hard to talk about been, that team. Yeah, yeah. But they've never not been Raiders. Right, right. You know, that's the thing. Like they, they may have they may be in different spots and right. whatnot, but they're still Raiders, right? Like it's not it's not the same thing as the hurricanes right. moving from Hartford to Carolina. Hartford no the longer, whale? They're not the they're not yeah. the Carolina whalers. Right, right. You right, know, right, they're right. the Carolina Hurricanes. So it's like you know, colors change, team logos change, like everything changes. So it's like you're, you're wiping the slate from that that community, right? I, Whereas Oakland is like they move from Oakland to L.A. Yeah, well, they're still no. they're still the same. I guess back they, to they, Oakland, yeah, but still the same. Over to Vegas, still the same. You know, so it's like. The
1: Raiders are in a As whole a Raider, different category. Man, you can't
0: really be upset with it. Right. You just kind of have to go with it because that's what Davis is doing right now. Just
1: go with the flow. I guess we should talk to A's fans next season, right? Because <laughs> they, they, yeah, I yeah. guess they've been there the whole time and now they're going somewhere else. But then again, they're still going to be the A's. You know what I mean? So
0: I mean, well, seemingly. See, I mean, I, yeah. I wonder, like, they could... But then they were also the Athletics in Philadelphia. They were the Athletics in St. Louis. So it's, it's
1: a whole thing. Oh yeah, the For things the, the things City we, is, we get mired in as sports fans are always always funny. All right, before we get out of here, new thing we're gonna do on the show. Um, I want to start doing weekly picks, and we'll keep track of them to see wh- who of us does better. And there's so many damn hockey games. I don't want to get so many picks. I have to remember and keep track of. So we're gonna do two a week. All right, two a yeah, week. Two um, and since this show comes out on Tuesday, we're going to do, uh, I don't know what game I didn't tell you this earlier. So whatever you pick is fine, but we're going to do like Wednesday to Monday games. Okay. So like that way on Tuesday, we give out a pick. It'll be either for Wednesday or any day forward. Um, well, did you, you go ahead and you
0: go ahead and pick cause I'm on my phone. So,
1: okay. Okay. Um, I, I have picked my two games this week and uh, this okay. week, um, Wednesday night. Red Wings are playing the Devils and I am gonna go Red Wings uh over the Devils this week. Um they're wings, huh? I'm going, Interesting
0: pick for how bad they're backsliding right now. They
1: are backsliding, but uh, you know what? I am I am I'm thinking that they're one of these teams that's gonna be up and down all season. We've shown what they straight out the gate. We've seen what they can do offensively, obviously with De and Larkin and everything like that. And uh and I think they're I think they're due for a little bit of a little bit of a comeback, I'm hoping. And the Devils aren't really lighting anybody's hair on fire right now either. Um, so yeah, but they just got Hughes back, so... This is true. I didn't take that into consideration, but I already made the pick. So let's not go there. <laughs> I forgot about that, that he's coming back already. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going wings. I'm going wings over the Devils okay. on Wednesday. And then on Saturday... What I actually thought was going to be my upset of the week, which what, I guess the red—they're both going to be upsets now—is I got the Coyotes beating the Knights on Saturday
0: night. Coyotes over Knights. Huh? I'm going.
1: I'm going with my. Okay. With, I'm going. I'm going Arizona over Las Vegas. The the battle of uh, of Hoover Dam or whatever or five. What is that little the five points where you go and you're in Utah and Arizona and New Mexico yeah, and yeah, Nevada. Yeah. yeah. This is the battle of the desert. Um, but I'm going coyotes in this one.
0: You know what? And I'm, I'm looking at the schedule right now. I think I got at least one game that I want to, I want to throw out there. Okay. So, uh, you know, if you want to get to your second one, I'll look for my second one too. But, no, that, uh, that was both my oh, I got red. I, I got red wings. Coyotes.
1: Got you're good. Take your time. Okay,
0: so you're
1: on Hawaii time, so dude. You can take your time.
0: Yeah. I'm on Hawaii time, baby. <laughs> so, uh, here's my game. Uh, least one of them so far. I've got Kraken and Canucks.
1: Oh, I was I was I was looking I was looking at that one too, but it scared me. See, I
0: like I like that that matchup there. Uh, you know, they're they're essentially like the same city. They're both the They're rivals basically, yeah. Yeah, they're they're and I, mean, I think they're they... going to be rivals now because they're both good, right? Right, right. They have a real a real shot at playing each other in the playoffs and, uh, and they're both you know, sea, I make their mascots there, are both
1: sea beasts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, before I make my pick there, what do you think on that one? What do you think that game is going to look like there?
1: Um, well, again, obviously the Canucks are the hottest thing in town right now. Um, that's true. They've got the three of their players are the top three point scores in the league at the moment. Um, the Kraken, um, again, Uh, you know, not doing, not necessarily living up to expectations at the moment. But in a in a ebb and flow type of league, the Canucks got to slow down sometime. And you know what? They I think they're going to slow down tonight, and the Sharks are going to teach them a little, going to kick them in the mouth. (laughs) Uh, or no or how about this they just totally annihilate. they scored 10 on the sharks again tonight and then they're they're just riding high thinking that their shit don't stink going going into that seattle game and then (laughs) seattle has a get right game against the best team in the league i'm going seattle
0: so see that's that's a little bit more where i'm going to is like i like i like vancouver and i like what they're doing this season they're very surprising but um i think just the fact that it is a a uh, a pretty big rivalry type game, I'm gonna go with Seattle. I'm gonna see. Uh, I'm gonna see if they can smack the Canucks in the mouth.
1: Yeah, I like that one. See, we're go. We're underdog boys today. I love I that.
0: Think so. Now, my second game. Uh-huh. This one seems like fun. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you missed this one or not. Saturday, we got Bruins and Rangers. Yeah,
1: that one's gonna be a good one too.
0: So we're so like I'm not. I mean, I think we all know how good the Bruins are doing. 13 1 and two. Right. That's kind of amazing. Did you know? Do you know the overall like the 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 wins losses for the Rangers? No. Like I said,
1: 13 1 and two for Bruins. They won eleven or something. Twelve. Twelve. 12 2 and one for the Rangers. Yeah, I. You know. um, the Rangers are very – I mean, you can't say surprising because they've got – You can't say they're surprising. They've just you can't been, say
0: they're sneaky good either because they, they're right there with the
1: Bruins. They've just disappointed in years past, and they're actually be, you know playing to their potential right now, I think. So, yeah, this is a battle, a battle of first-place teams right here for sure.
0: Now, all that to say this, it is the Bruins. And I think everybody had the Rangers as being – you know, at least good, but not like, but not this good.
1: Right. Because of, of, of their past. They uh, are playing the Bruins. They are. So
0: to be very, to be very easy on this, it's still going to be Bruins.
1: Yeah. I think you're right on that one. Um, I just, I am, I am very surprised at how the Rangers are putting things together and just, I don't know if it, if you're a Rangers fan right now, if it's scary or if it's... I guess you just got to take it for what it is and be excited about it, right? Just because of much. the mediocrity and the crazy roster you've had for the last five years and just players that have been there and stuff like that. And then just the mediocrity you've got out of it. And then now... You know, especially a guy like you got to be happy for our Timmy Panarin. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like just actually, with as much shit of the as good he's guys of the game, for the and, sure. and a lot. Of, um, he's taking a lot of shit for you know whatever, living up to potential type stuff over the last few years, and now kind of telling everybody to shut up with the game that he's playing. You know, um, I will say my favorite uh, goalie tandem right now. Just and again, it's all social media based. I'm a social media baby, dude. I'm a. I just. I. Uh, I love the reality show side of everything, and especially when it comes to sports, the the duo of Swayman and Olmark is so fan. I love these fucking guys, dude. Like they're great. They are they best are so buddies. Good. Like just all you got to do is see the clips from like game during games. Like them sharing, sharing smelling salts and like their little rituals they do and stuff like that. But then now a lot of they're doing tandem interviews now a lot on like podcasts and things like that, where they're where they're going on podcasts together and they're doing interviews together and it. They're just buddies, dude. I fucking love it. And like, you can't really say one's way better than the other. They're like very comparable, very good goaltenders. Which is almost sad because you, eventually it's got to split up, right? Because somebody's going to got to get paid, you know, more going somewhere else. Well, you know? unless, they,
0: unless, they take, unless they take the buddy discount, which is I
1: always get, an option. That is true. And when you're on a team that's as good as Bruins and you've always got a chance to win a cup, I guess that's you got a better chance of that happening over the years. But right now, dude, I wish they were my goaltenders, right, dude? Because they just yeah. seem like they're having a blast. They're buddies. They're not like one guy's in, one guy, oh, fucking one guy looking up to the other guy or one guy looking down to the other guy or this guy's the star. No, they're just in it. They're in it to win it. They're in it. They're supporting each other. They're fucking joking around, dude. Like uh, They're having a great time. It's fantastic. I Yeah, if you get bored out there, people, I suggest go on TikTok and just type in in the search Swayman and Olmark and look at some of the videos of them on podcast together. It's great, dude. Like, they're just... (laughs) You don't see that, especially with goalies, because usually you have the dynamic of, like, starter versus backup, you know what I mean? And, like... And you constantly have the one guy that's vying for the other guy's right, job. It's right. like these guys; these guys are just happy. They're just happy that's to great. be there, and they just they get they get along with each other. They're buddies, dude, and like that's nothing better than that in sports is when you got that guy, and that's probably why they're so damn good too. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. the uh, cre the. There's a
0: lot less pressure. There's no pressure on them because they know they know they're gonna start every other game, and they're just gonna be and all they're all they're doing is just pumping each other up they're exactly pumping each other's tires going out there you know it's it's great
1: yep no you got your own built-in cheerleader right there you know what i mean and uh yeah. anyway so that's all i wanted to say about that all right dude get back to your gosh darn honeymoon congratulations um uh just in case you don't watch it i just want to let you know you were my shout out of the week on the bungalow sports show uh just I haven't in- watched
0: it yet but
1: well, it's not out yet, but, you know, peek oh, behind the curtain. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to let you know that uh, I, uh, you got a heavy congratulations, and I'm so happy for you guys. And, uh, dude, have a great rest of your time in Hawaii. Have a great Thanksgiving, and then I'll see you next week, buddy. Thank you, my brother. All right, dude, have a good one. Everybody out there, thanks for tuning in, and enjoy your hockey.